join me in our responsive welcome. No matter who you are or where you are in life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. And you are wanted and you are valued here. We have stories of faith that connect us, whether you're in Connecticut, or Colorado, the United States, or Europe, or anywhere in the world. It's good to see all of you who have gathered here in this space, and a special welcome to those who are joining us from other places and spaces. However we gather and whenever we gather, it's always good to be together. And I want to offer a very special welcome to our visitors and guests this morning and a welcome back to those who haven't been with us for a while. It's good to see you. My name is Sarah Verasco. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And along with Reverend Amelia and Robert and Sam and Wayne up in the AV and our child care folks in the room in the back, we want to welcome you to this space. And we're excited to see what the Spirit is going to do with us. This is Epiphany Sunday, and we'll say more about that in a few moments. But I want to say a special welcome back to our choir. We're going to need you for that first piece of music. And we're looking forward to what you've prepared for us as an anthem as well. Folks, I want to invite you to just settle in a bit. Allow yourself to sit comfortably. If you're noticing some tension in your shoulders or even your legs, just allow that to be released. We're going to talk about wondering and wandering this morning. I hope you're wondering what we might say, and if your mind happens to wander, that's okay. But bring it back to your breath when that happens, if you want to be present. If there's something going on that's important, if you feel like the Spirit is showing you something, go there. But if you're making your grocery list or thinking about what you're going to do when you get home, come on back. Come on back, because that'll be there for you when it's over. And as you settle in, I want us to join in what has become our words of welcome that we share with each other each time we gather. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. You are welcome, you are wanted, and you are valued. And guess what? The presence of our God is here too. So let's stand and rise in spirit and sing.
just one more word change. Come on now. as we turn to this gathering prayer, we will be praying together this morning. And so I invite you to pray along with me using the words that are printed in your bulletin or on your screens if you are joining us from somewhere else. Let us be in a spirit of prayer together. Let the bells be silenced. Let the gifts be still. Let cheer be muted. Let music be soundless. It's hard to pause. Listen to the long stillness. New life is stirring. New dreams are on the wing. New hopes are being readied. Creation is fashioning a new heart. Creation is forging a new mind. God is at work. This is a season of promise. And together we say, Amen. We do have children's church this morning. I get to be with the children this morning, so if there are any young people here in the sanctuary who would like to join me for children's church, we will be going down the hall to room 12. We will return back to the sanctuary before the service ends to make it easy to connect with your uh, grown-ups. And as always, kids are welcome to remain here in the sanctuary, either in the pew, uh, at the coloring table in the back, or in our staffed nursery. But if any folks would like to meet me, we'll uh, meet right in the back here. Epiphany is a season of promise. And if we had to define epiphany this morning, I would say a shining forth, an insight perhaps, or a glimpse into God's work. Epiphany is not of our own making. It's a sacred surprise. It's like the big reveal and the recognition of God. And we're going to turn to our choir who's going to sing an anthem for us. And I want to invite you to listen for wondering and wandering in this anthem. Not just the words themselves, but how wondering and wandering are implicit and explicit in the lyrics and the melody. Jesus the Savior did come for to die 
I wonder who those poor, ornery people are. (laughs) We're going to do it again. We're going to listen for wondering and wandering in this epiphany reading from Scripture. This is the big reveal and the recognition of God in the baby Jesus and his family. And this comes from Matthew's Gospel, the second chapter, starting with the first verse. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise ones from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at his rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. Just a side note, the fear was probably because they thought the Messiah was coming in judgment. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise ones and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, They were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Did you hear the wondering and wandering in that text and behind that text? The wise ones wondered long before they began to wander. And they made a decision to follow a star, the nightlight in the sky. Practicing wonder is probably familiar to you, or at the very least, I think it might be easy. It starts typically with curiosity, and maybe some questions like, what's it like to be you? Or I wonder how that works. Harder questions like, what are we not asking? Whose voice is not included? James Taylor 
wondered about this morning's epiphany story and wrote a song about it. And again, I invite you to listen to his wonderings and his wanderings in lyrics and in melody. The lyrics are going to be on the screens. Wayne?
That'll preach, huh? It's a good one. Keep a weathered eye to the chart on high and go home by another way. Let me ask you something. When's the last time you left home or left anywhere without knowing where you were going? Wandering with a destination unknown has got to be less familiar than wondering. It doesn't have to be that way. It just is, isn't it? It's maybe even unthinkable. Consider how many times as a child you heard, don't wander off. And there's a time and a place for that. I'm not saying let the children wander off. But sometimes that message, the geographic component of that message, settles in deep. And we get afraid to wander off a little bit. There's also an interpersonal component to wandering off. You know, if you go outside of your clique or your clan or your grade or your work colleagues, What about as an adult? When's the last time you wandered without a destination in mind? I know I just asked you that, but have you ever done it as an adult? Or do you still hear, don't wander off? (laughs) Or when's the last time you wandered outside of your comfort zone socially or recreationally or even religiously? When's the last time you explored something different? There's nothing inherently wrong with having a destination in mind or a comfort. But there is a value in wandering. There is a value in encounters with other cultures and other people living in different situations. And a piece of that value is the cultivation and strengthening of intuition. And I'm going to define intuition by listening to our body for clues. And so one of the questions of intuition is, what draws you? I remember when I was in my early 20s and I was first starting therapy, my therapist always said to me, what are you attracted to? And at first it was a new question, but then it became pretty darn annoying. So I used to say, and what I'm attracted to is, and just answer the question without having to be asked it. Intuition is about connecting inner and outer experiences also. A fun exercise that you've probably heard of is going into a grocery store and walking by the fruits and vegetables and seeing if they speak to you. Like to see if your body needs those nutrients. Turns out you don't just need ice cream and potato chips. Turns out that sometimes, and I've had this happen, you know, I've walked by a display and just the whiff of pineapple just drew me. 
Oh, they're in season. Or something else of like, oh, I think I'm feeling something there. Try it. The same happens with people. And I think this is where it becomes really interesting and important. That we not just listen to the don't wander off that we were taught in all of its varieties. It was on Christmas Day that we had a visitor, an unhoused gentleman was with us that morning. And the few of us who had gathered, um, I got here a little bit late, but some folks had already attended to this gentleman. And I'm sure it was a combination of where would you, what do you need, where would you like to sit? And they chose to sit in the narthex. And they were checked on a couple times, given some food, something to drink. There was no sense of danger, no sense that we were in harm's way in any way, shape, or form. And I want to say that that goes both ways. We were not going to harm him either. And in that space of mutual respect, there was no issue. And after the service, we took him someplace where he could get more food and a little bit more help, again, without incident. How many of you would have been willing to be a part of that? And I'm not suggesting that everyone be a part of it, because if it elicits a lot of fear in you, then there's some work to do. It's time to wander the next time we serve a meal at the Hour Center to volunteer so that you can be pleasantly surprised at how little danger you're actually in and that you are in the company of people who are capable of giving and receiving respect and love. In fact, in my earliest years as a volunteer at a soup kitchen, I heard more God bless you's coming my way than were going their way. That's never left me. Wandering is important. And nature is also a great place to cultivate intuition and practice wandering. Uh, Friday, for the first time, Beth and I went hiking at Horsetooth Open Space in Fort Collins. We found ourselves on the Towers Trail for part of it, and we stopped up near the top to have a little snack. And, you know, the grasses that were knee-high had been all matted down by the snow. You know, the snow's not really going away fast enough for some of us. Uh, some people want more. They're probably skiing right now. But... So the, the grasses were all matted down, and as we stood there in that place, all of a sudden I noticed um, one of the grasses move, and I thought, oh, maybe it's a bird, or maybe it's another animal, so I'm paying attention, I don't see anything. And then I, out of the corner of my eye, I saw another one pop up, and then another one popped up, and it was like they were dancing. It was really, it was the perfect combination of temperature and sunlight, and so it was starting to melt. And each piece of grass was released individually. And I just started to giggle. 
You know, it's kind of funny. It's like for you beach people, it's like when the clams start to spit at low tide. It's like a little light show. I mean, a water show. I'm thinking of the Bellagio, the lights in the water. <laughs> so now we've gone all around the map. Let's come back. We've wandered. <laughs> but I think that wandering allows for what has been matted down and sometimes covered over in concrete to be set free. For what has been ingrained and accepted as normal and even necessary to be released. In the character of Herod, we learn that the subtle and not so subtle ways of domination are at work, where fear and privilege are both tools of control. Those who are fearful of punishment are going to stay in line. Those who are enjoying their comfort are going to stay in line. It's usually the most desperate who are willing to wander, but guess what, folks? It's time for us all to find another way. And if you don't want to do it on your own, it's your kids and grandkids that are going to force it. I've had more conversations in the last month noting the difference between what it was like to be a child in the early 60s and 70s and what it's like to be one now and how raising a generation of critical thinkers and people who ask questions was completely foreign. I actually heard a mother say to a child, you might want to think about the consequences if you throw that snowball at me. I was like, Talking to a child? Like, and the child even thought to throw a snowball at their parent? That's a silly example, but there are thousands. We're living it now. And if your mind isn't expanding with this, you're confused, maybe even a little bitter, and maybe a little skeptical. We're not raising our kids right. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, yes, we are. And as adults, we're, we have to catch up. Because the kids are calling it. I remember in Parkland, they're calling it BS, right? They're calling it other things, too. They're noticing hypocrisy, which is when the inner world and the outer world don't match. Their intuition is very much intact. So if we are to look at today's epiphany story as a parable, how might we be or how have we been warned to go home by another way? Friends, if we're all trying to get home, we can't keep going the same way and we can't return to the way of Herod. This other way is to not corroborate with the power and might of the ways of Herod where the goal is domination and control. We have some unlearning to do of lies that we were told and believed. Now, I don't think people knew they were telling us lies. At least that's how I want to think about it today anyway. But it turns out it wasn't true. Some of the things were not true. You've noticed that, right? You've noticed some of the things you were taught and told 
didn't pan out to be true. We have some melting and releasing that needs to happen so God can be revealed and recognized. So let's do a little exercise. Let's wander together, but separately. Okay, so we're going to do a little wandering exercise, and I'm going to invite you to do it in your imagination. This is a place you can always go. And hopefully you're not afraid of your own mind. There were times when I was a little bit afraid of my mind. And if that's the case, get some help. But I want to invite you into an exercise of wandering. So let's come into awareness again of your body, where you're seated, how you're seated. Allow yourself to move a little bit if that's helpful. Whatever you need to do to sit comfortably. And let's take a few exaggerated breaths. We're exaggerating. And then just let yourself breathe naturally. And in your imagination, begin where you are, right here or from someplace else that comes to mind. You can start anywhere you want. And just go from there, just take a step. Allow yourself to move and just go with no plan, no destination. Just let yourself move a little bit. Be open to surprises. And as you move, it's okay to stop and then start again. Wherever you find yourself, engage, engage your senses. What do you hear where you are? What do you see? Is there anything you smell? What do you feel? Is there a taste in your mouth? Just wander. Enjoy the space wherever you are.